Hi guys. <laughs> I think this welcome to the new side of spot. Uh, the moderator of this week has changed. What we have realized is that we wanted to give Chirag a break and see how other people moderate and how it goes. So we've made Chirag as one of the other candidates and I'm going to moderate today's session. Next week's session will be someone else. And we have got two major topics to discuss. The new list of the search startups have come out. So we're going to dabble into what search is doing and what Sequoia is doing. And even bigger news on the worldwide front is how Andrew Neiman managed to raise $350 million for his new startup, even after being the big bad boy of We Crashed. And we saw the amount of memes that came out where he, you know, different memes, different people, and how the show happened. So it's not being done for Jared Leto's season two. <laughs> it's being done for uh, other purpose. I'm going to leave it up on Chirag to, you know, give yeah. an idea of what Andrew did. Before we go into that, Manit, did you actually give me a rest? Or is there a secret bet between you and me? Who does it better? Who does the intro better? <laughs> We will just let the audience decide that. I don't think so. We have yeah. to <laughs> no, guys. We still don't do a voting section after the board, but yeah. <laughs> no, there's no secret bet. It's just that I, I think I, number I, of views will say it all. The... Number of views will say it all. Oh, no. I just wanted to come on the other side of the equation and like probably uh, do a lot of comment bazi rather than <laughs> moderate. But this is, this is a good, this is a good change. Essentially, everyone wanted Chirag to speak a little less and everyone else to contribute more in the pods. So that's how we have done this. But more than that, uh, we are not in any of this. Normally, you would have noticed us sitting around the sofa and having this conversation over different you know, drinks, as we call it, green tea or coffee or like a gin, whoever takes whatever. But uh, the idea being, that we will be doing a couple of Zoom calls because we are not all in the same location for a bit. And till that time, it doesn't happen. This is how you will see us for at least one or two episodes. Perfect. Uh, no, this is fantastic, Manika. So, so just giving um, our viewers a brief. Uh, Adam Newman, the bad boy of the startup world, um, who had a insanely crazy uh, IPO uh, where the valuation was supposed to be somewhere around $63 billion, uh, supposed to be right, maybe second or uh, or probably the f- largest IPO for a startup, um, did its IPO at $9 billion and right now the valuation is somewhere around $4 billion, uh, which is uh, crazy. So he is back with another startup called Flow, F-L-O-W. This time he's going to rev- revolutionize as per Anderson Horowitz, who is their lead investor with a $350 million check. Um, I put up a check of $350 million. Yes, and then that is uh, even before the startup is formed, uh, which is beautiful. That is one of the reasons why US rocks. But uh, <laughs> no, no, actually, I would want to cut you back here and just to give a analogy. Like Andrew Newman had put three hundred million of his own dollars to it to purchase property. So uh, he had actually gone a little more into depth and he put where the mouth was, right? Like he's a billionaire too, and if he's putting three hundred million of his own, which is one third of his own. Well, it is being put in the new startup. I think it makes sense for A16G to also take that kind of a bet. Yeah, but uh, the good good part is that uh, people are taking back bet in uh, second time, third time founders, which is um, uh, uh, well, which is a def- definitely a good trend for the industry. What I've also seen is um, the amount of trust which uh, VCs have on second time, third time founders is much more than first time founders. First time founders tend to do a lot of rookie mistakes, um, but uh, second time, third time founders definitely know the tricks and trades of the game, and then they. Can navigate accordingly <clears throat> so i think the bet this time is much more on the man uh, rather than the business model as compared to the first time when we were uh, got its first major investment uh, it was it, it still had uh, a lot of revenue uh, probably i think they were doing 3 or 4 million dollars of revenue they just had opened one location uh, if i'm not wrong i wish was that new york uh, or I did they open in manhattan somewhere yeah i mean i mean after their uh, like stint with green desk in dumbo 
then they yeah. put in new york man yeah yeah i think that is always on the guy chirag i'll like to cut you bet is always on the guy no avinash maybe not and actually no it's always on the on the founder i personally believe so it's just that if somebody has a motivation and the energy to do it all over again so that's the amount of confidence that comes in because it is hard right to be an entrepreneur so if somebody is doing it the second time definitely he has a higher potential to raise funds as well as you know make it a huge success and he did it in the first time so that's yeah, perfect so, so i i agree to you somehow but uh, there is a slight difference like for example if the guy is coming from a great pedigree right like a crazy stanford harvard or an iit uh, as they say um, in india with a lot of uh, let's say startup experience some kind of a uh, experience in working in a high growth startup uh, probably then uh, bets are taken on the first time founders as well however for maximum times which i've seen and of course we invest um, first time founders uh, you usually need um, a lot more of metrics and mis as compared to um, just taking a punt on the guy uh where all the thinking of like we need to see some numbers we need to see some revenue that comes in so i think this time but, but second time third time probably yes sir that is much more on the, the the person because he has already done it been there learned from his mistakes i mean it's a counterintuitive thought but andy newman has started in a field which he understands really well he we work was a real estate company which was tech first and they kind of uh, made it on a fractionalized manner and it works really well in the bull market but doesn't works that well in the bear market uh but it still makes at least in india no for a fact that it makes profits because it's so convenient for a lot of players to actually outsource that and get a standardized great experience whenever you try out to be work but comparing it to the real so the reason why andy newman is great is also that uh, what happens is when he's doing real estate once more he's doing real estate but but in the commercial like in the in the private apartmentized sectors so he's building it for apartments so i think just the fact that his understanding of the real estate as a segment makes him better and a lot of people can see he executed it well whatever you may have to say about pivo maybe they raised a 50 billion dollar valuation which they couldn't justify they crashed down but for a company which is still been an ipo and is still sitting at 3.5 billion dollars it's a huge feat he did execute a lot of things absolutely right to be at that point of time we can't discount all of the good things which he has done just on the fact that and yeah i'm not going to even go and say he didn't do anything bad we all know that there are things which he might have been you know there have been contagious or how do i put it like contagious things but let's just say he's done what he's done he's managed to raise 50 million dollars on a term, like a single piece yeah ayush uh ayush okay. i uh, also just focus a little bit on the uh, problem that he's trying to solve with the real estate like yeah. what is what is this dynamics of bringing communities into real estate which is absent that's so that uh, is what i wanted to understand also like what matlab i mean what is flow doing oh anyway you want to give a shot uh, like i i can give it a shot yeah, i'm happy to give you a background of what flow is doing okay yeah. sure go ahead sir so uh, so so uh, and this is just my uh, th- thesis uh, uh, i haven't uh, read uh, uh, a16g's uh, uh note on the investment as of yet but this is just I what agree. i understand I yeah you can cover that part so uh, all i feel is that in the american society uh, life is very individualistic uh, people live alone um, there is no sense of community uh, there is no sense of um, belonging uh, with respect to their neighbors or a certain kind of a, 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 a or a very a very local uh, cultures uh, which is massively seen uh, or fulfilled uh, with uh, in the eastern societies uh where uh, people live in collective unions or families uh that's a part of their religion so uh, what i think is with flow he's trying to solve for this and essentially trying to solve for loneliness um that's that's what i think uh and that's just my thesis so uh, probably bringing i don't know if there can be a tech angle much more than a harmonious angle of 
uh, which his wife definitely gets in a lot as we uh, saw in the WeWork saga as well. But um, uh, a much more of a community angle than a tech angle is what I feel, uh, which is which was also the case with WeWork. So, uh, Manika, what do you think is the A16Z's thesis? I mean, uh, I get where you're coming in from, and that could be one of the major reasons for doing it. But uh, after reading what the A16Z had written specifically about flow. and the housing crisis which is happening right now in us there are th- specifically california to speak of there are 3.5 million home shortage in california too as we speak there are there's just not enough houses for people to live in and that's the number till 2025 uh, that's what the article said and a lot of people who pay rents and the astronomical rents never end up buying home which is also an asset so it said that they are figuring out a way that people who are paying rent can also own a piece of the asset which they are paying it for while supporting the community and everything else which you are saying and that just got me thinking and this is a question which i'm going to leave it to you did andrew human actually travel to india he did we know that and saw all the co-living spaces that had already popped up in bangalore and he was like oh this makes so much sense can we do this for us and that's where the idea came in from but but you're saying that the business model is different it's rent to own instead of renting or co-living that they have not specified yet uh, since nothing is out in the market these are the two models which i am hypothesizing based on the end of the letter they had written they had mentioned the fact that they can't afford it and they had mentioned the fact that there's a whole housing crisis which is happening and that and like he's going to solve for that so that's what my two hypothesis looks like either it's going to be completely rental a we were kind of a model micro apartments which is you know gives you a good space so it's a furnished micro apartments which you get for like 100 or 200 dollars more expensive than the regular rent. or it's something like a rent to buy kind of a scenario where people can actually end up buying something of their own or owning part of the fractional property so like a reit of sorts So what are they trying to solve? Are they trying to solve the housing crisis, or they're trying to standardize the rental property market? I mean, these are two different problems altogether, right? Uh, it's not clear. They haven't said it clearly. And since it's not hit the market, uh, I think they are going after both the problems. If you have six hundred and fifty billion million dollars in the bank account, you can go after both markets. I don't think so. That's a big amount for like solving that kind of problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has seven thousand apartments right now. Is what 3, I think. Three thousand is what. Three thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Three thousand apartments is what he has. So let's see how he starts to monitor. Yeah, I know one thing that. about. Will give us a better answer to which problem. I mean, in order to solve the housing crisis, you need to build the house, right? So you need constructors, the developers to come in to build. The house. I don't. I don't think so. Ayush is going to build any houses. Uh, okay. There is a beautiful documentary that I saw uh, on Netflix called Dirty Money, and uh, there is this scheme which uh, Donald Trump's um, uh, son-in-law did, where he actually started to like. Take a lot of uh, houses uh, in and around the California, Austin, uh, these kind of belts, and uh, then it was just predatory pricing. And he was uh, essentially trying to uh, he he used the properties as credit cards, where he would massively uh, uh, charge people on the interests of late payments, um, payday loans, and uh, some weird um, form of uh, extra money being extracted for electricity and so on and so forth. So I some of maybe maybe. You get you get what I'm saying, right? Maybe Andrew Newman goes the same way, where he's looking at these empty pots as credit cards uh, for people, and that's just a different angle. But I remember that there was another solution we talked about of uh, converting the one-story houses into multi-story apartments and uh, better utilization of the same land. Because one thing is for sure that land is definitely a limited resources on Earth, like livable land with specifically all the amenities from schools to hospitals to Or like, like recreation centers and everything else. So land is definitely a scarce resources on Earth, and uh, I think this. I think it's a massive problem. And specifically, I've, throughout my childhood, I know all the people who have re- made real money is through land. So I think it is definitely a 
So yeah, in, in US, in Miami, like I've been to Miami, New York, and different other places in US. So, so there's a concept of like single family houses. Like it's very common in US, and like you have houses far away from each other, single family houses. So what a lot of builders are trying to do in California and nearby places, they they want to what Avinash was saying, they want to try uh, convert these single family houses to multi-family houses, so that on the same piece of land you can have a bigger story building, like multi-story building, and multiple families can live in, and then the developer can like raise more money or more money. And like th- that is one way to solve a housing crisis when when the land is scarce. I would like but, to add to two more solutions, which just which I know have been happening in and around India as a community specifically. One is that if you own a piece of land, there are constructors and builders who's gonna come in, make the entire house. Let's say if you have a one story or two story house, they wanna come in and make it a four story house. They wanna give you two stories for your for you to live. And cover up the entire construction cost because they will sell the other two stories, and maybe give you a piece of that as well. So in a way, you make your you make your house in a better, uh, more you know furnished house, and make some money on top of it. Similarly, there was another apartment in my locality where a new age construction company came in and pitched to the current colony. You know, colony had around two hundred flats, two hundred apartments, and they came in with a proposal of converting those two hundred flats into four hundred by increasing the number of stories. and moving in moving out those people on a temporary basis for 2 years and you know coming in of course it has a lot of problems a lot of trust issues from the residents that you know and the deliverables and all that but again you can see that these things are coming in these kind of models are coming in where they kind of want to create a win win because in that case as well they were trying to convert every two bedroom apartment into a three bedroom apartment at the same money that you and you know cover up your rent charges as well so i think there are <laughs> a lot of learnings which construction companies can take up from india and, you know and come up with that Absolutely. I uh, just to clarify on one major point. Specifically, when I was traveling across US, New York itself is one of those places which has gone on high-rise buildings, and people are very happy to kind of cut down the old houses and make newer, better buildings in place of that. San Francisco, as a city, kind of sits on the Victorian era. So a lot of houses in zones there are, or even California in general, it's not allowed to construct a multi-layer, multi-functional family homes. So that becomes a huge problem in Miami too, right? Like Miami, Austin, and few other places, it's very easy. If you own a piece of land, you can do whatever with it. That's not the case in California. That's where the housing crisis has kind of rocketed, where people who afford the nice homes keep filing the petition, and that's the funny thing. A sixteen D has put all this money in this to solve for the housing problem, and Anderson, like he himself. Then Horov, then Horovitz or Anderson, like one of Mark, these guys, filed up a petition not to go. Yes, Mark Anderson filed up a petition to make sure that not enough multifunctional homes are are built around his house. Can you imagine the hypocrisy in it? Because he doesn't want to share his place and get the bad deal in Atherton, California, which is right right next to Palo Alto. It's where the old money of Silicon Valley kind of sits, just to give a view to the people. And he doesn't want any other people to come into that place, even though the houses are not going to be cheap, and it's not like everyone's going to come in. It's still going to be paid houses. It's still going to be like a two million dollar homes. But he still doesn't want that. He still wants a smaller community to be living around in the suburbs of the Bay. So, so yeah, hypocrisy is everywhere, guys. And uh, I, I just wanted to uh, uh, like kickstart the conspiracy section. Uh, does anyone think that what Adam is building uh, is going to be the largest competitor to uh, Airbnb? I think no. Uh, I, It's coming in from a very different viewpoint. The what Adam is building is building in from a view of rentals, which is like a at least six months to eight months rentals. Airbnb did try to go into it, but could never really capture that as a huge market. So I think there was always a space because there have been long term rentals which Airbnb has tried to dabble with, but the amount of people who come to Airbnb don't really see it as that of a brand. 
they see it more of a short term competition to hot potatoes so that's my view ayush and avinash what do you guys think yeah i mean totally so airbnb, if you open airbnb so they talk about experiences right so they are not i mean i'm not sure how many uh, percentage of audience like of for long stays in airbnb so yeah as as manik is as rightly put it's more of a competition to make my trip or uh, like booking.com and all those for hotel booking part apart from that airbnb is going deep into experiences uh, like different events different outdoor activities that can Im- improve the experience of the uh, person who's like renting out for some short stay so i mean that that is what i think about long stays whereas adam newman is going towards something flo is going towards something which is for long stay uh, but what i am uh, confused about is a16z is a tech investor why are they putting in a real estate company like like similar thing happened with eagle right he tried to portray it like a tech company but it wasn't whereas all the tech investors started putting in money uh, thinking that it's a tech company so i'm not sure what he pitched again but it's a very confusing thing yeah but coming to the point previously in terms in the rental space itself uh, i was just checking out branch base there has been a 12.6 billion dollar investment till now in the rental startups who are trying to kind of either do in the fintech space or doing in kind of uh, tenant to landlord management to various companies and there are more than what 500 plus companies built up in the last 10 years who have you know raised a considerable amount of money so the space itself in the when you talk about real estate or rental or even the documentation space of this has been a lot of inefficiencies so i think if you talk about tech play in terms of co-working also there was lot of tech companies pure tech companies came out um uh, so i think that this rental space itself if it is so because since you don't know the business model clearly what's going to come out but there are very strong business models where people have made money on um, success fees of a transaction or they made money on a commission of a sale or rental or yeah management itself guys don't you think so that in rental um, the real margins lie in short term rental that's why airbnb's business model is really successful and with respect to long term rentals people lose a lot of money because it uh, it takes away the peak seasons especially in good localities so if if you're going to really drab localities where there are housing crises um, automatically the prices are low so looking at just from a, a capitalistic point of view do you guys think in long term rentals um, a, a large a high gross margin companies can be built i mean you can see it in another way like uh, for airbnb in a low not a peak season there won't be any fill rate right whereas a long term rental gives you fill rate so your property is filled across the year where you can like upsell different services uh, to the same tenant so i mean i don't i don't think so it's right to compare the revenue structure for both rental and non rental that's actually a very interesting angle how what do you mean by upselling um, to a rental property owner um all right so uh, i mean uh, so if you're having a apartment like there are a lot of co living apartments here in uh delhi noida gurgaon so uh, i went to one of one of the uh, one of such apartments where they they had like uh, six seven flats or six seven rooms per floor and they were like eight floors so they had different services with related to like food services with related to laundry services and i mean different other services which can be provided by the tenant uh, which can be provided by the land landowner or the community space owner to the person who is who is leasing out the space right so these are the kind of services which are required to live in a space can be part of value added services i mean if if i am running a short term rental thing so i'm not sure if the person requires that service or not it might require for a short term period of time but if i'm having my fill rate like 200% throughout the year then i can sell upsell more to give a better quality living to the same 
I I also have a feeling that he's going to introduce some kind of a social local social network kind of an effect with all these communities something which neighbor.com tried to do yeah, and they built it Google itself you know Google made so many apps on the neighborhood social management and all that and again in WeWork also there was similar kind of thing that and they still do I don't know how successful they are but they talk about a common network of all the founders working across various WeWorks um in terms of engagement in terms of um even the food services inside WeWork or delivery services and logistics and all so there are a lot of value added things that a property owner can bring in and people are definitely paying for convenience but i would like to bring another angle what has happened in the last 2 years is since work of work from home has become an obvious thing now right uh, i ha- i have friends actually swiggy for the matter of fact has announced that work from home is going to be indefinite and that's their way to acquire new talent as well but in this way i could see the difference in the psychology when my friend was looking for an apartment he has now thinking of having an extra room just which can make an office it can be converted into an office right because now they know that they're going to be spending even more time at home than they were doing previously and when that has happened it has opened up n- new frontiers of uh, consumerism at home from different type of furniture to like more order food delivery more product deliveries and uh, the the furnishing type of things right so yeah i think real estate is very exciting for sure